0: We are starting new chapter today, chapter number 10. As we discussed in the last class, Lord Nursing Dev is alluring Prahlad Maharaj by various material benedictions. So these kinds of allurements are stumbling blocks if a person is not a pure devotee. As it is mentioned
1: here.
0: So material opulence. For which everyone is working very hard. That was considered. Impediment. Impediment in what? For sense enjoyment. It is very good. But sense enjoyment is not the objective of life. The objective of life is. Getting love of God. That we can do only by Bhakti Yoga. That is why it is mentioned here. Bhakti Yoga tat Sarvam. So, on the path of bhakti yoga, material opulence is impediment. So, that is why Prabhupada writes, Although Dhru Maharaj, prahlad Maharaj, Amrish Maharaj, yudhishthir Maharaj, many devotee kings were materially very opulent, they accepted their material opulence in the service of the Lord, not for personal sense gratification. Of course, possessing material opulence is always fearful because under the influence of material opulence one may be misdirected from devotional service so they were pure devotees but if somebody is not a pure devotee there is every chance one can get misdirected by material opulence and that we have seen also when we are in some need we approach god but when the need is fulfilled people then they don't go Whenever there is some need, they approach God. When somebody is nicely situated in material world, as Prabhupāda quotes many times. One famous poet, he has said, Dukh mein sab hari bhaje, sukh mein bhaje koe. When somebody is in distress, everyone worships Lord. But hardly anyone worships, bothers about worshipping Him when he is happy. Sukh mein bhaje koe. Further it is told Sukh mein jo hari bhaje but one who worships Krishna while he is even happy so dukk kahan se hoi <laughs> then where is cause of distress? <laughs> so if you always worship Hari where is the cause of distress? But people come to Hari when they are in distress. So thus material opulence is impediment on the path of spiritual advancement. That is why Prabhupada was addressing his disciples. See here rich class they don't come. So we are all middle class. Middle class comes here, even in America. (laughs) Of course, rich class has also started coming now later, Prabhupada explained, when movement became very famous, but rare, very rare. Rich class, they don't generally come. And everyone is working hard to become rich class, to go away from Krishna. We are working very hard so that we close our doors for spiritual advancement. So for general mass of people who are not pure devotees, material opulences can be impediment. That is why brahmanas always keep themselves voluntarily in a poverty-stricken condition. Because they know what is the aim of life. That is how we saw Sudama. He was very grateful to Krishna. While returning from Dwarka, he was very glad that Krishna is the controller of everything. All the universes are emanating from him. But he is so kind. Understanding my situation in the material world, he did not give me any material opulence. Otherwise, if a poor person like me, if he becomes opulent, he forgets Krishna. So Krishna was very kind that he did not give me anything. So materialist thinks, God is very kind that he is giving me material opulences. And Brahmana is thinking, God is very kind, he is not giving me material opulences. This is so nice. So this is actually very, very important point. Material opulence is very dangerous because it allures a person for sense enjoyment. And sense enjoyment is poison. Vishaya vishyama rasa satat Gaurapahu na bhajiya moinu. I could not worship you. Lord Chaitanya, why? Because always I've been drinking the poison of sense enjoyment. That is why Rishab Dev has told... Rishab dev is also incarnation of krishna was king of the planet so king of the planet what he is instructing when he is going to retire he is telling Nayam deho de loke, kashtan kaman arhate human life is not meant to work very hard so that we can enjoy our senses human life is meant for tapo divyam tapasya yes hard work is required especially in this age we are very fond of working hard right our bodies cannot stay silent. So this is good also Prabhupada tells, Because by nature we are full of mode of passion. We want to work hard otherwise we become restless. But this hard work is very good Prabhupada tells. Work very hard but offer the results to Krishna. Then that is called Buddhi Yoga. So hard work is very good. That will purify us if the results are being offered to Krishna. So, work hard and offer the results to Krishna. Prabhupada tells this should be the motto of life. So, work hard for sense enjoyment. This is very dangerous because sense enjoyment is sweet poison. It is very sweet, but it is poison. That is why devotees should be very, very fearful. That is why the senses are also called. They are compared to snakes. Durda tendriya kala sarpa patali protha danshayate. They are compared to snakes. The body of snake is very pleasant to touch. Very very cool. (laughs) But snake it can bite us anytime and we will die. Similarly sense enjoyment is very very pleasant. But then it causes death of the living entity. So that is why one should be very very scared of sense enjoyment. Human life is meant for tapasya accepting discomforts voluntarily. When you enjoy more senses, any way discomfort will come. Prabhu, lot of tapasya I have done today. 10 Gulab Jamus I have eaten. And 20 Puris. No, Voluntarily you have to take. As a result of sense enjoyment, misery is bound to come. That is not tapasya. Voluntarily when we restrain ourselves from sense enjoyment, that is the aim of human life. Human life is meant for tapasya. Voluntarily accepting hardship, this is very important. The more I am able to increase my hardship, that is called greater advancement of life. Brahmachari is having certain hardship. Then after that, if he goes to Ashram, little allowance is there. But then one Prastha, more hardships. You go to jungle sannyas, greater hardship. Hardships keep on increasing in life. That is called advancement. The more a person is able to endure hardships, that is called advancement. So this very important point is missing from the society. Society is going in reverse direction. Let me improve my comforts of life. And that is called poison. So Rishabh Dev is telling, no sir, please accept greater and greater discomforts in your life. Body so designed, it adjusts itself. You increase comforts of your life, body will get adjusted. Then you want more comforts. Similarly, a certain level of discomfort to that also body will get adjusted. That is how now we are getting up early in the morning. It might be very painful in the beginning, but now we have got adjusted. We can all get up 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock. In ashram devotees get up around 3 o'clock, adjusted. So like this, uh, it the body should be adjusted in the reverse direction. Body had got adjusted to this much of tapasya, now let me increase this tapasya. That is why Prabhupātas, the aim of our life is to make eating, mating, sleeping, depending, zero. Of course, we don't preach it openly, otherwise people will not come to us. If in the Sunday program we tell, okay, so your aim should be to make this eating zero. <laughs> then he will not be inclined to come. <laughs> so that is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has told Akanta. Akanta means till your neck you eat initially. <laughs> that is the philosophy. <laughs> Otherwise, if you are not filled till neck, we will eat bhoga, which is very dangerous. So thus, at least take prasadam, so that there is no scope, no hunger for eating bhoga. But then gradually, we should try to minimize. And eating, mating, sleeping, depending should be, person should become indifferent to the material needs. As long as there is pinch of desire for sense enjoyment, material enjoyment, spiritual pleasure will not be awakened in our life. As many times, spiritual practitioners, they ask, Prabhu, I am not getting pleasure. So we are to ask question, am I still enjoying material pleasures in my life? Am I enjoying anything? Do I enjoy sleeping? Do I enjoy eating? Do I enjoy any material activity? Then spiritual activity, spiritual pleasure will not be awakened. A person can enjoy nice eatables in dream or in this gross world. Both it is not possible. He can enjoy either the dream subtle world or this gross world. Similarly, we can enjoy either this material world, gross or subtle, or spiritual world. Both things are not possible. So if there is even little desire for sense enjoyment I am enjoying, then spiritual pleasure will not be awakened. Nish, bhagavat Bhajanon, Mukhasya. When a person is thoroughly convinced, oh, this material enjoyment is the poison, I should try to avoid this enjoyment. Yes, in service of Krishna, of course, when we honor Prasadam, Krishna is getting pleased. There also the pleasure is there, that pleasure is alright, that is taken as mercy of Krishna. When we sing and dance in Kirtan, then also there is pleasure, that pleasure is mercy of Krishna. Pleasure means I don't want to enjoy anything in which Krishna's pleasure is not there. So when we serve Krishna, then also senses will have pleasure. That is alright, that is prasadam. But any kind of pleasure in which Krishna's pleasure is not involved, that is called sense gratification. That should be avoided. So there are two cases, in first case devotees are not able to give up sense enjoyment. So their situation is precarious, they are not able to advance much in spiritual life. Even though they have been chanting, doing everything and uh, along with chanting and following other things they are enjoying the senses also. They are missing their famous sitcom (laughs) or YouTube videos or some cricket and football matches. They cannot avoid that. They cannot avoid visiting their favorite restaurant and favorite dishes. But along with that, they are following spiritual life also. They will not make much advancement. Or somebody is following those rules and regulations also nicely but not with a desire for spiritual advancement so sometimes this is also very widely seen that we are seeing many many devotees who are following everything but following just for the sake of following so we have to see whether i'm making advancement or not just like the parents are very much worried that there is a lot of pressure on the children there are so many examinations they have to pass so children should be given relief from such examinations. So fifth standard, there is one board examination. Eight standard, there is board examination. Ten standard is board examination. Then 12th, there is board examination. They told it's too much. So then government removed it. And after some time, they got to know that children are not knowing anything. They removed the criteria for failing also. Everyone should pass in the lower classes. So... The exam was just formality because you cannot fail the students. So then again after some time, parents went on strike. They told exam should be brought back. Our child does not know anything, he has grown up so much. (laughs) So child is going to school but he has not learnt anything. So then parents will not be happy. So one should see I am visiting school, am I making advancement in my knowledge? Similarly, I am following the rules and regulations, am I advancing spiritually? I should always observe. That is why Roop Goswami has clearly defined what is neophyte, what is Madhya Madhikari, what is Uttamadhikari. So these levels are for two reasons. One reason I should judge and associate with the advanced devotees. Another thing is I should judge my own spiritual level. Am I advancing or not? If I am simply following rules and regulations for many years, I am chanting, getting up early in the morning and doing the things. But I am not making advancement, then that is called Niyamagraha. It is one of the six things, six elements which destroy our bhakti. Following just for the sake of following. So thus I should see, I should constantly make spiritual advancement. And one should try for it. That is why Prabhupada tells, unless we try, we will not make advancement. So one should follow the spiritual life. And a sincere desire should be there, strong desire should be there that I want to advance in spiritual life. So first category of people, they are not able to advance because they don't try for it. They don't try for advancement. Even though they are trying, they are failing. Sense desires are very strong. They cannot avoid material attachment. So material attachments are like anchor. Their boat is going round the anchor. It is not moving forward. They are not able to lift material attachments. There is second category which is important. The second category, they follow spiritual life very nicely. But suddenly they are lost. We see they are very enthusiastic. They are making spiritual advancement. They themselves can see that they are making spiritual advancement. They are enthusiastic for preaching, for understanding, for reading, for service. But then we see they get lost in spiritual life. So we should be very, very careful. We should not lose our spiritual life like this. Many times we see somebody advancing and he or she is gone why what is the reason so this is important so Prabhupada explains <clears throat> the reason is explained in chaitanya Charitamrita Yadi Vaishnavaparad Ute hati mata upadeva chinde if the devotee commits an offense at the feet of a Vaishnava, while cultivating the creeper of devotional service in the material world, his offense is compared to a mad elephant that uproots the creeper and breaks it. In this way, the leaves of the creeper are dried up. So Prabhupada explains, one's devotional attitude increases in the association of a Vaishnava, Charana sevi janame So, Prabhupada is explaining what increases our devotional creeper. The devotional service is compared to a creeper. Just like creeper has to be watered very nicely, nice fencing has to be put and then creeper grows, ultimately produces many fruits. Wild animals may not in uproot the creeper. In a similar fashion, bhakti lata is also very very delicate in the beginning when has to take proper measures to guard this creeper. Otherwise, wild animals can come and they can destroy, uproot the creeper. So what helps a Bhakti Lata grow very nicely? That is, association of devotees. So once devotional attitude increases in the association of Vaishnava, that is why devotee has no desire but one. What is that desire? Tandera Charana Sevi Sanevas. Tandera Charana Sevi means, let me engage in service of the spiritual master and Bhakta Sanevas in the society of devotees. This is also very important. Sometimes we neglect this very important principle. We think I will serve spiritual master very nicely on my own without the association of devotees. And this is the greatest misjudgment that a person can have. Without association of devotees, service will not continue. That is why Bhaktasanevas, Janame Janame moi, hoi ei Abhilash. Life after life, this is my desire. Narottam Das Thakur is telling, pure devotee of Krishna, stalwart Acharya. Life after life, I want to live in the association of devotees. Sanevas. and then in the association of devotees, living with the devotees, I want to serve the lotus feet of my spiritual master. By his personal example Narottam Das Thakur stresses that a devotee must always remember to please his predecessor Acharya. The Goswamis are represented by one's spiritual master. One cannot be an Acharya spiritual master without falling strictly in the disclic succession of the Acharyas. One who is actually serious in advancing in devotional service should desire only to satisfy previous Acharyas. one should always think of oneself as a servant of the servant of the acharyas. And thinking this, one should live in the society of Vaishnavas. So if one can simply think this, one is firmly convinced, I am the servant of the acharyas, this is called dasyam, one of the elements, nine elements of devotional service. Always thinking that I am servant of the previous acharyas. Simply this attitude makes us perfectly advanced in spiritual life. I am servant of previous And how do I serve previous acharyas? Through my spiritual master who is their servant. One should always think of oneself as a servant of the servant of the acharyas. And thinking this, one should live in the society of the Vaishnavas. So living in the society of Vaishnavas is given great importance. However, if one thinks that he has become very mature... So initially I have to live with Vaishnavas, when I am mature then I can follow on my own, right? No. So here it is told. However, if one thinks that he has become very mature and can live separate from the association of Vaishnavas and thus gives up all the regulative principles due to offending a Vaishnava, one's position becomes very dangerous. So, when one goes away from the society of Vaishnavas, one gives up the regulative principles. Why one does so? Because of offending the Vaishnavas. Usually people leave the society of the Vaishnavas, although they were living for a long time because of Vaishnava prad. Such desires they come in the heart, let me go away because of offending a Vaishnava. Otherwise, these desires don't come in the heart. So, desires to go away first and then later ignoring the regulative principles. It happens because of Vaishnava Prad. One's position becomes very dangerous. Offenses against the holy name are explained in Adi Leela. Giving up the regulative principles and living according to one's whims are compared to a mad elephant, which by force uproots the bhakti lata and breaks it to pieces. In this way, the bhakti lata shrivels up. Such an offense is specially created. Now, when this offense is created, there are many reasons, but especially this offense is created when one disobeys the instructions of the spiritual master. This is called Guru Avagya. The devotee must therefore be very careful not to commit offenses against the spiritual master. As soon as one is deviated from the spiritual master, the pruning of the Bhakti Lata begins and gradually all the leaves dry up. So such an offense, going away from the society of Vaishnavas and giving up the regulative principles. Getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, doing the morning program, evening program, engaging in service of Krishna, deity worship, honoring Krishna prasadam, avoiding non-devotee association, one gives up these regulative principles. And this offense happens mainly because of Guru Ravagya, disobeying the instructions of spiritual master. Now this Guru Avagya is very, very important to understand again. So what is Guru Ravagya? So of course, if we grossly uh, give up, we don't chant 16 rounds. We don't follow regulated principles. Voluntarily, we are ignoring and that is not important. But usually devotees don't do that. Still very nice devotees who are chanting 16 rounds, following four regulated principles, they also get lost because they also do guru avagya, but what kind of guru avagya, that is explained, so please hear very carefully. How guru has to be obeyed and how guru becomes, gets disobeyed many times. So guru Das Prabhu is asking Srila Prabhupada: if there is devotee who is not yet purified, if the devotee is not yet purified, why is the temple president a representative of you. If you are not at the purified stage. Then why is the temple president. A representative of yourself. So Prabhupada when he was here. How his instructions devotees were following. As we have discussed. Umpteen times through the. Immediate authority through the institution which Prabhupada set up. And uh, Prabhupada, hardly he was accessible to 10, 12, 15 devotees who were very close. The GBC secretaries of Prabhupada, they were able to have access, some very senior devotees. Otherwise, ordinary people, everyone has to obey the instructions of spiritual master, serve the spiritual master without being perfectly obedient and serving the spiritual master. There is no question of spiritual advancement. Pranipatain means perfectly obedient and Pariprasnena, Inquiring and then Sevaya means Rendering Service. So without being perfectly obedient and rendering service, nobody can advance in spiritual knowledge. Inquiries will be fruitless. Pariprasnena will be fruitless. One cannot advance in spiritual knowledge. So when spiritual master is not accessible at all, where is the question of rendering service? Where is the question of obedience? So that is our Prabhupada that set up the institution. But surrendering oneself to a pure devotee Mahabhagavata who has come from spiritual world is easy yes and devotees were practically perceiving the effect how when Prabhupada was there when he would do kirtan they would just relish they would whatever they have read in Chaitanya Charitamrita the ecstasy which devotees would feel in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's kirtan when all the pure devotees were doing the same ecstasy the devotees would feel when Prabhupada would do kirtan when he would sing Radha Madhav or any Hare Krishna kirtan Entire hall, temple hall, auditorium would be surcharged. Even new people will become mad. They will also start jumping. And when Prabhupada would come to the airport, these were the ecstasies devotees were feeling. They would come to tears and such wonderful experiences. Prabhupada is walking and suddenly Prabhupada will tell what they are thinking in their mind. (laughs) And they are puzzled. They are very much scared. And because uh, we know all our hearts, how much dirty they are. So they were very scared to go in front of Prabhupada. So they would intensely think of lotus feet of Krishna. So that (laughs) Prabhupada doesn't see what is there. (laughs) They are forced to think of Krishna (laughs) when they went in front of Prabhupada. (laughs) And uh, of course, Prabhupada was not showing these magics, but then ultimately how much he can hide. So it will get revealed here and there. So uh, the devotees were perfectly aware of Prabhupada's situation as Mahabhagavat. So surrendering to such a Mahabhagavat is is possible, it's easy, but surrendering to a person who is also practicing and who may be failing, he might be representative of Prabhupada whom Prabhupada has told you obey without fail and they were called temple presidents, temple president is supposed to be the leading devotee in the local center and everyone is supposed to obey him, but then many times they were committing some mistakes also, even though they are not apparently committing mistakes but they might not be pure devotee there could be subtle mistakes so how do we follow them only a pure devotee is 100% freed from the clutches of maya he can be followed but others may not be pure devotee so how we can uh, surrender unto them be obedient to them this is the question which is being asked if there is a devotee who is not yet purified why is the temple president representative of you so Prabhupada told he is my representative You have to give him the same respect, you have to be as much obedient to him as you are to me, Prabhupada told. As much obedient. If Prabhupada tells us, we cannot deny. So you have to be as much obedient, this Prabhupada has told, as you are to me. So now if that person is not pure devotee, how we can be as much respectful? How we can be as much obedient? So this is the question. So, if you are not at the purified stage, why is the temple president representative of yourself? So, Prabhupada answers to carry his order, that is purification. If you create your own atmosphere, then you become impure. If you simply carry out the order of your spiritual master, then you will be benefited. If you do your own business, that is not good. You cannot do anything which is not ordered by your spiritual master so Prabhupada is defining what is purification what is pure and what is not pure so Prabhupada tells if you create your own atmosphere you don't obey your spiritual master then you become impure what is the meaning of impure when we are obeying spiritual master that means we are acting under direction of internal energy of krishna because all the pure devotees, they are mam partha, Daivim Prakriti Mahashrita. They are not under control of external energy. Although spiritual master appears to be under control of material energy. See, he is also getting old. He is also having some material diseases and other maladies of life. He is also feeling hungry. He is also forgetful at times. But no, this is not material energy this is spiritual energy when spiritual master forgets then the disciples get a chance to help him recollect any verse. in this way service happens to the spiritual master when spiritual master becomes old sometimes invalid or diseased the disciples get a chance to render service and take care of the body of spiritual master and in this way they are able to advance in their life spiritual master also shows his omnipotency and he is actually omnipotent. So if he also shows his omnipotency, he is not growing old, not getting disease, no problem. What service disciples will do? <laughs> Where is the scope? That is why disciples asked why Thakur did not preach everywhere. Why he told, I am not qualified. Krishna please send somebody. So Prabhupada told, he is Vaishnava, he is all powerful. So he has left the job for us. <laughs> Otherwise how shall we advance in our life? He alone came and he preached everyone. He went back. So what is scope for us? How shall we advance? So thus acharyas engage us in their service. Otherwise acharyas are not limited at all. Pure devotee is as opulent, as powerful as Krishna. Whatever comes out of the mouth of pure devotee, that will happen for sure. This is pure devotee's position. Krishna will make sure that happens. He has got all the Ashti Siddhis in his control. So thus when when pure devotee is apparently having the same changes in his bodies, which happen under material energy we should not think he is also another ordinary person. Gurushu Narmati Thinking spiritual master is ordinary human being is offense. So Krishna appears like a human being, ordinary human being. Spiritual master appears like ordinary human being. But their body, their mind, everything is completely under control of internal energy of Krishna. And if we follow them, then we also come in control of internal energy. Thus, even though our body and mind can be in the conditioned state, if the disciple is very strict and sincere in following the instructions of spiritual master, he is liberated from the very beginning, Prabhupada explains. If the disciple is very very sincere and strict in following spiritual master, that means he is not under control of material energy. From the very beginning he is liberated and thus one can experience spiritual happiness. Immediately, Prabhupada tells, in a week you can become Brahma-Bhuta-Prasannatma. Advancement which should take many many lives, Prabhupada, in a week it is possible in our movement. Or less than that, if somebody is very sincere. So if you are strictly following my spiritual master without exception, then I am under control of internal energy. I am also imperceptibly liberated. so this is called purification so in this way when i am following instructions of spiritual master this is called real association which is called vani seva spiritual master's presence is appreciated in two ways vani and vapu vapu means physical body you can render service to body but instructions of spiritual master are not different from his body physical presence so if you follow the instructions very nicely Prabhupada tells you will feel the presence of my body with you always Prabhupada uses the word You will feel the presence of my body. This is the meaning of absolute platform. There is no difference between Prabhupada's body and Prabhupada's Vani. So if somebody is very very strictly following the instructions of Prabhupada, he will feel presence of Prabhupada's body always. So Prabhupada told, although none should be neglected, Vani and Bapu, but Vani is more important. Following instructions of spiritual master, although none should be neglected, his body also should be taken, Tremendous utmost care, but Prabhupada himself told, more important is Vani. You follow the instructions very nicely. So when we follow instructions very nicely, we are associating again with the spiritual master. So when we maintain constant touch with the spiritual master, our mind-body becomes spiritualized. This is called purification. Rajasthamas are eliminated from the heart. And the more we follow our own mind, if we create, Prabhupada tells, our own atmosphere, then we are impure. So that is why if we have to become pure, spiritualize our mind and body. Unless mind and body spiritualize, we cannot understand Krishna. We cannot understand his devotional service. We cannot appreciate presence of Krishna or spiritual bliss. So this spiritualizing of the mind and body needs purification. So if we create our own atmosphere, if we follow, there are two options only, right? Either we follow spiritual master or we follow this master, mind. And our mind is under control of? External energy. So then we under we are also under tamas control of external energy. Then we become impure. So thus Prabhupada's that is purification. If you simply carry out the order of your spiritual master, then you will be benefited. If you do your own business, that is not good. You cannot do anything which is not ordered by your spiritual master. Of course, everyone should have sense. It is not that we are dull stone. So Prabhupada tells, yes, of course. We should have sense, blind surrenderance is not recommended here, you judge very nicely. So Prabhupada told, I follow my spiritual master blindly. It does not mean from the very beginning Prabhupada was blind. Additionally, Prabhupada was not even agreeing to see his spiritual master. And when he saw, he discussed with him. And then when he was thoroughly convinced, then he surrendered. Then he told, I follow my spiritual master, so one should be very careful to understand The person whom I am surrendering is pure devotee or not. And then one should surrender very nicely. So thus blind surrender is not recommended. You find out a pure devotee and then surrender. You have got moving power, but the basic issue should be to carry out the orders of a spiritual master. Then Prabhupada tells that is your president. So all the while Prabhupada explained that is your spiritual master. You have to follow your spiritual master. That is purification. And then finally Prabhupada tells, that is your president. The basic issue should be to carry out the orders of his spiritual master, that is your president. Because spiritual master's instruction is received through this system, this institution. Prabhupada tells, that is your president. Otherwise you are not. Now, Harikesh asks another disciple, Sometimes we have the experience of someone in authority who is obviously not following your instructions. Now next level. Okay. (laughs) Now Prabhupada, your representative obviously is not following you. Now what should we do then? Prabhupada. Harikesh. Sometimes we have the experience, someone in authority who is obviously not following your instructions. Prabhupada, that you have not to judge. Harikesh. ah, Prabhupada, you are not to judge. You should be, you should know that this man is appointed and he gets here by spiritual process. I must follow. I cannot judge him. So this is also very important. In material life, somebody becomes our authority. How? So following authority is very important either in spiritual or material life. In material life, everyone has authority. Shudra has got his master as authority. Children have got parents or father as authority similarly everyone has got authority whom one cannot disobey the king also has got brahmanas as authority cannot disobey so everyone has got authority so gradual purification will happen if we follow our authorities so in material world who becomes our authority that is by laws of karma nothing happens by chance So, I gave pain to somebody in previous life, now he will give pain to us, he will become our authority, he will become a very bad employer. But still you have to follow, because you have to settle the account, you have to follow him, he will torture you. Keep on following. (laughs) But it is told in the Shastras, you can never leave your job. Once you find an employer, stick to it. Similarly, life partner could be very troublesome, but you cannot leave. There is no question of divorce. So because nothing happens by chance. Because in previous life you gave trouble. Now trouble is coming to you in this format. So now you stick to it and tolerate your troubles. (laughs) Similarly spiritual life. When in material life nothing happens by chance. Spiritual life there is no question of by chance. So Krishna wants us to follow this person. That is why he is there. Prabhupada tells. You should be. You should know that this man is appointed and he gets here by spiritual process. Nobody com- becomes authority materially. He comes here by spiritual process. You cannot judge him. Hari-kesh, oh, Prabhupada, that is not your business judging. Hari-kesh, then we simply wait for further instructions from you and keep Prabhupada. Cuts in between. No further instructions. Prabhupada. So long he is president, you must follow him. If he is wrong, that will be corrected by the spiritual master. Now, can the presidents or representatives not be wrong? They can be wrong. But as long as he is president, he must be followed. Yes, the judges also are removed. But as long as sitting on the position of judge, one must follow. If the judge retires, then we need not follow. Correct? So, the position should be followed always. Prime minister should be followed. King, anybody sitting on the king's throne must be followed. So, this position is important. So, somebody is doing wrong in that position. He will be removed by the spiritual master. But as long as he is maintaining the position, he must be followed. Harikesh, right? Prabhupada, you cannot correct him. Otherwise, obedience is the first discipline. If you do not obey, Prabhupada is telling you cannot correct him. If you do not obey the representative authority, then there cannot be any discipline. Then everything will be topsy-turvy. Harikesh, you would rather have us follow the temple president? Prabhupada, yes. Prabhupada, if he is wrong, that cannot, he will come out. So, material world also, Prabhupada tells why it is monarchy system. Everywhere there were kings ruling. Why we don't see any kings ruling anymore? Mostly it is gone. Some rubber stamp kings are still there, but mostly it is finished. Why monarchy got vanished? Because the kings became disobedient to the orders of Krishna. They did not carry out the injunctions of the scriptures. So that is why. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> The kings were not responsible, so that is why they were removed from the position. In a similar fashion, we have got this human form of life. If we behave simply for sense enjoyment, then we will be removed from the position. We will not get human form of life. So if we don't behave responsibly in any position, then we are removed from that position. So materially also we will be removed. So spiritually, how somebody can retain the position? Krishna is in direct charge of the spiritual affairs. So somebody in the position of authority is misusing, not acting responsibly, the person will be for sure removed, for sure. In material world also people get removed. If he is wrong, he cannot, he will come out, Harikesh, ah, Prabhupada. So the steps will be taken by the spiritual master. You cannot, do not try to rectify, Harikesh. Now another important question, our advancement is the same. Okay, I will follow also your representative. <laughs> but then, uh, will my spiritual advancement not be less or will be reduced if he is not pure? Not sufficiently following you. So, our advancement is the same, Prabhupada. Huh? Harikesh, our advancement, Prabhupada, yes. Prabhupada, you follow. Evam parampara praptam, Gopi bhartu vpat kamalayo das dasanudasa. Servant of the servants of the servant of. That is our. So Prabhupada explained clearly. So this is very important. Always we have to remember this. Sometimes Maya is very strong. We forget. Das Dasanu Dasa, Prabhupada is telling here. So Das Dasanu Dasa does not stop at pure devotee. No, servant of pure devotee also appointed by him. His representative, they also should be followed. Servant of servant. So this is very important point. So that is why we see many times when devotees don't follow their authority. First of all, they don't choose authority itself. Let me follow nicely. So that is not sufficient. Surrendering is the beginning of spiritual life. So one should find authority. One should not be blind, of course. Find authority where you can surrender Prabhupada tells and then you surrender. But without surrendering, pari Pariprasnena sevaya, rupena nipat, Unless we completely surrender, fall down at the feet, 100% obey, one cannot make spiritual advancement. So one should find the authority and then surrender. So many times we see the devotees, they become disobedient to the temple authorities. Very fortunate are the devotees who are able to follow the authorities nicely. But they become disobedient, they neglect or they become offensive. They go away from the spiritual life. They go away from the devotee association, material desires, they appear in their heart. And sometimes very, very gross, lusty and greedy desires, they appear in the heart. So we should be very careful. This is called Gurur avagya. What Prabhupada is telling, you follow, spiritual master has to be followed and that is your president. So thus, any instruction or if president has appointed somebody to guide us, other devotees, not everyone will be guided directly by the president in a big community. So we should follow that, our immediate authority. So this is a very important principle. This very important principle. So our authority or spiritual life should be followed very nicely. If we are not satisfied, we can go to higher authority, but spiritual authority should always be followed. If we are following our authority very, it is very simple actually. People tell Prabhu, "I have seen this in and I think this is what Krishna. I am wondering what Krishna wants me to do. <laughs> So, what Krishna wants us to do, ask the authority, <laughs> they will tell. <laughs> so we need not speculate so much what Krishna wants me to do, what job I should do, what thing I should do, where should I settle. Prabhupada has given clear guidance and clear instructions. So just follow the authorities. So thus all the devotees we have seen, their spiritual life was complicated. We were thinking they were be they were make they would make advancement or not. Everything became very, very smooth. Those you chose to follow very very smooth without any impediments they were completely surrendered i have to follow authority this is the instruction of Prabhupada so because they were completely surrendered became very smooth other devotees who are very very strict followers of the rules and regulations but they misunderstood the most important rule and regulation that rules and regulations should be followed as per the directions of authorities they committed gurur avagya and then they lose devotee association. First desire comes, let me go. First we find fault in our authorities, we disobey them. And when we offend our authorities, then next desire comes in the heart, let me go away and live. Anyway, I, let me have some comfort, I'll follow nicely. And then we leave following also and then we are absorbed in the quicksand of material desires. So we should be very careful. Human life is meant for tapasya. One should be cautious. I should try to reduce my sense of enjoyment. If I want to actually advance in my spiritual life. Become indifferent to material pleasures and pains. Do tapasya. Increase the tapasya in the service of Krishna. And uh, I should see that I am following the spiritual master authority very very nicely. Otherwise again material desires will develop in the heart after a long time. So always devotee remains very meek, very humble, very gentle with everyone, especially with the devotees, with the authorities, then spiritual life will be very, very smooth. So with this, we will
1: end. Any questions? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. So uh that means when it comes to spiritual master, yeah uh one yeah at least then we have to fully obey the orders of the spiritual Yeah. But now
1: the no example if you are taking that we have to follow representative so, Yes. So the person has surrendered to the spiritual master. Yes. But not to the representative. Yes. So, of
0: uh, applying our mind and and intelligently seeing that the
1: representative also giving us
0: the same instruction and following what is which is not the spiritual master has said should be applied also. good question. So the criteria it has mentioned, Srila Prabhupada's how do we surrender to spiritual master? It's not blind. Prabhupada tells you hear from spiritual master. At least one year you hear very nicely. Of course some are fortunate. They are able to quickly surrender. But Prabhupada tells at least for one year. You hear very nicely from the spiritual master. And then you see whether other spiritual masters have spoken the same instruction. Whether Shastras are giving the same instruction. Because spiritual truth cannot be different. My spiritual master is telling this thing. Previous masters have told something else. No. E is equal to MC squared. That is standard everywhere. So then we surrender. So now. About representative of spiritual master. Should we again take time. And again we will see whether he is following exactly or not. So the answer is no. We should see. Whether the representative is authorized by the spiritual master or not. We need not go into details whether he is following or not. And this thing. We have to just see whether this person the authority is authorized by spiritual master or not, that's it. And that is what we do with the spiritual master also, we see whether he is authorized by his spiritual master, his guru or not. So thus we see whether this uh, person is authorized by spiritual master or not. Thus we see Prabhupada sometimes there could be mistake. But then as long as person is there, that person should be followed. Yes if the mistake appears to us a mistake, it cannot, could not be a mistake. In the initial stages, many things which are apparently a mistake are not mistakes. But still, we should feel free to escalate to higher authorities. But as long as a person is there, he is sitting on the position, the judge could have taken bribe. And judges also take bribes. We all know that. But still, the judge has to be followed if he has given a decision. So as long as the person is there, as long as judge is judged by the judiciary, he is appointed to give decisions, his decision should be followed perfectly. So thus we should find out where the instructions of spiritual master is being followed very nicely. Whether these people or the institution has been set up, has been authorized by the spiritual master and then I can follow. Then that is nice. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the question is, so we are living here in folk residency. So we have folk guides, the devotees guiding us, all the inmates here. So sometimes we are not able to follow. So if we are not able to follow, then that is not Guru Ravagya. But if we disobey deliberately, then that is Guru Ravagya. So if we deliberately neglect the instruction or we deliberately disobey the folk ideas, that is Guru Ravagya. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. He doesn't have paid Prabhupada hmm. and he wants to process whether Prabhupada is authorized by his
0: spiritual master or not. Yes, good question. So the question is, now a layman is there. So how he can check whether Prabhupada is authorized by his spiritual master or not? So first is at least let the person tell I am authorized. He might not have uh, written on a stamp paper, hereby I authorize 100 rupees stamp. might not have authorized but at least let the person speak accept that I am authorized mostly we will find spiritual masters who tell I am so smart I don't need any spiritual master I am Jagat guru myself (laughs) 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 that is not recommended by Krishna many spiritual masters they pop up out of thin air yes I have no guru because I got all the knowledge from the heart although Krishna accepted a guru Lord Rama accepted a guru Lord Kapila accepted a Guru. Lord Rishabdev accepted a Guru. Everyone accepted a Guru. But I need not accept any Guru. From heart I get all the knowledge. But you need to accept Guru. You accept me. <laughs> you give your donations to me. <laughs> so if we get such a person. Who is not having any spiritual master. Should be rejected immediately. And uh, others will tell. That yes. Uh, My spiritual master explicitly did not authorize me, but someone has to become guru, no? So I became guru. (laughs) I am doing the save of becoming guru. (laughs) Because someone has to become next guru. So that is why I have taken the charge of being guru. (laughs) So this kind of guruship is also not right. If spiritual master left this planet or disappeared from this planet without authorizing anybody to become guru, then one should not become guru. (laughs) Unless spiritual master authorizes. So at least let the person speak. That yes I am authorized. Now again one can be doubtful. Okay I find a person. Who is telling that. My spiritual master has told me. That you become guru. Now how to check whether he is authorized or not. So if he is claiming. Such person also will be rare. Who is claiming. That yes my spiritual master has told me. Next is falena parichiyate. Next is the result. He should repeat as it is the instructions of. His spiritual master without any change. And he will have the potency of his spiritual master. He should be able to impress the seed of devotional service in the hearts of the people. That is how before Srila Prabhupada went to West. So many scholar swamis they went. And not even a single person was able to realize, assimilate and implement the conclusion of Bhagavad Gita which is sar dharman parityajya Kam Mamekam-Sharanam-Raja, mana bhakto Nobody, not even a single person was able to implement this instruction of Krishna, sar dharman And when Prabhupada went, entire world surrendered. Whole world. Because they were able to understand this knowledge. Unless spiritual master has got this spiritual potency authorization, this bhakti lata bij one cannot receive. Only a pure devotee can give Krishna to others. He can make people surrender to Krishna. So thus by this we can see. Whether he is able to make people completely surrender to Krishna or not. So in this way, there is a test.
1: There are a, a many different same
0: so the question asked is uh, there could be many many authorized persons and they give contradictory opinions so there are two things first thing is the other person may not be authorized just like in scientific community also there are contradictions albert einstein also was contradicted he told universe is static another scientist told universe is expanding and albert einstein was proved wrong so one of them was wrong so thus we have to check some authorities could be wrong if there is contradictory opinion sometimes so first of all this is the Thing. We have to reject all the people who are, they may not be authorized, they are apparently authorized. Second thing, two authorized persons also can give contradictory opinions. What is the reason for that? Reason is time, place, and circumstance. There could be unlimited reasons for that also. One reason is time, place, and circumstances. As per time, place, circumstances, Narad Muni gave one mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya to Dhru Maharaj. Same Narad Muni has given Hare Krishna in Kali because we cannot do that, we cannot follow. Same Naradmani told, you uh, practice this Ashtanga Yoga to dhru Maharaj. Rigarastapasya. But same Naradmani told, no, we are not supposed to follow that. So thus, as per time, place, circumstances, instruction can be. Same Naradmani told, you chant Mara. Uh, a unique mantra which is not mentioned in the scriptures. So thus, it could be dif- different because of time, place and circumstances ashtanga yoga for sati yoga treta yoga yajnas and dwapar yoga deity worship kalyuk sankirtan is given prime importance another thing is there is no contradiction contradiction is because of our misunderstanding so sometimes shastras also give contradictory understanding that is called kalpabhas it will be told that vara avatar is having white color then it will vara avatar is having red color so Lord can appear in one color only, no? So it is called kalpa Bas. In one kalpa, one day of Brahma, Lord came as white boar incarnation. Another kalpa, another day of Brahma, He came as red boar incarnation. Similarly, how Govardhan Parvat got manifested? Different stories because in different kalpas it could be there. So actually, there is no contradiction. Contradiction is there because of our misunderstanding. So like this, because of time, place, and circumstances, because of lack of our understanding we may find contradiction among the bona fide authorities also. If you go to Sri Sampradaya, they will tell Vishnu is supreme, Krishna is expansion of Vishnu. And you follow other Sampradaya, Brahma Sampradaya, we will tell that Lord Vishnu is expansion of Krishna. Contradiction, what is this? So Krishna is so wonderful, in him both contradictions can be adjusted. So thus, because we don't understand Krishna, so we get confused seeing the contradictions. That is why Upanishads are completely contradictory. He does not have hands, but he accepts whatever you give. So without hands, how somebody can accept? He does not have eyes, but he sees everything. He does not have legs, but he runs fastest, fast, faster than all demigods. Where is the question of running without legs? So thus, In order to explain what is that absolute truth. Who is completely different from any mundane person we see around us. Such contradictions are given. So yesterday uh, or day before a devotee asked me. So uh, Prabhu here in Bhagavatam it is mentioned clearly. That Lord Baldev is the source of Anant Shesh. Lord Ananta. Who is support of the universe. And other places it is told Lord Ananta incarnated as Baldev. As Balram, other scripture. So how do we understand? Same, Vishnu from Krishna or Krishna from Vishnu. So in Chaitanya Charitamrita that is mentioned, both, both are correct. How both are correct? Just like Krishna is son of Devaki. Is it right or wrong? Right to lagara. Ha? <laughs> yes, yeah, that is right. Krishna is son of Devaki. So, does it mean Devki is absolute truth? De- huh? Devki is Bhagavan? How Krishna is coming from Devki, no? No. <laughs> so, Krishna can be called mother of Devki, and Devki can also be called mother of Krishna. Both are correct. That is why Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita Mata Dhata Pitamaha. I am Mata also, I am Pitta also, I am grandfather also. Everything I am. I am father, I am mother, I am grandfather. (laughs) I am everything. (laughs) So somebody can either be father or mother or grandfather. But Krishna can be father and mother and grandfather. Everything. So thus uh, Vasudev is father of Krishna. And Krishna is father of Vasudev. Because he is part and parcel. So thus in this manner, both the contradictions. So when it is told that... Lord Krishna has come from Vishnu. It is fine. So Krishna comes from Lord Brahma also. As Varaha Dev, he came from the nostril of Brahma. So Krishna came through Brahma also. And Krishna comes through pillar also as Lord Nursing Dev. So why Krishna cannot come through Vishnu? When he can come from pillar, he can come from Devki, he can come from Brahma, he can come from Vishnu also. So he came from the womb of Devki here. Similarly, from the chest of Lord Vishnu, it is mentioned, black and white hairs are there. Those incarnated as Krishna and Balram. Nothing wrong in that. He can appear from pillar or from hairs or from womb or from nose of Brahma. From anywhere he can appear. He appears out of thin air. You are doing tapasya, kardamuni, suddenly he appears, Lord Vishnu, Adhru Maharaj. So, he can appear from anywhere and everywhere. So, thus, uh, both the contradictions are settled. But actually, if we see which is the original form, from which all forms are coming, that is Lord Krishna. That is the verdict of the scriptures. Which we go to the Shastras, understand, have a comparative analysis. But both are correct. Because in Sri Sampradaya, they are devotees. Natural position is they want to serve Lord Narayan. They see him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So both things are correct. Both are bona fide Sampradayas. So in this manner, if you are not bona fide, among the bona fide also, these could be various reasons for... The apparent contradictions. Online. I am ready to <clears throat> follow all the instructions.
1: said in the lecture that in one week we can commence. What are
0: instructions? Okay. Okay. So the question is: I am ready to follow every instruction. You told in one week you can become liberated. So what are the instructions? So Prabhupada is not in one week, in one minute. In a moment we can do. And what is that? Complete surrender. If I get convinced I am servant of Krishna, from that day onwards there is no misery in the life of devotee. This conviction is called liberation. When a person becomes thoroughly convinced, yes, I am eternal servant of Krishna, this is my only job. And one surrenders completely. If one decides from this day onwards... I will not do anything which Lord Krishna has not told in Bhagavad Gita. One is liberated from that day. So thus, if we decide to surrender 100% completely, then we are liberated immediately. Hare Krishna, Prabhupada, how can we... When the Guru issue came, uh, and two groups were formed, <clears throat> is it that one group disobeyed the
1: authority appointed by Srila Prabhupada? So, reference
0: conversation between heritage and Rupa it is spiritual authority So, the question is just like we discussed in previous session briefly. In the Hare Krishna movement also, is gone also. There are two ideologies. So, whether one group they are wrong in their following, they have not followed Prabhupada. So, the answer is yes. So, they have followed, of course, many many things, but in one major thing. They were not able to follow. And that is the position of spiritual master. Prabhupada did not appoint anybody. He told others will be representatives. I will continue as Diksha Guru. Diksha Guru is very rare position. You can act as Shiksha Guru, giving instructions. So this uh, instruction was disobeyed. That is why Prabhupada then set up this institution which is bona fide. Yes. 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 removed means yes the institution got removed just like the same thing happened in Prabhupada's spiritual master's time also Prabhupada explains my guru Maharaj did not appoint any one guru but then they became spiritual masters so then another uh, institution is was started by Srila Prabhupada in a similar fashion similar happening has happened now also
1: We have to work very hard and offer results to Krishna. But in
0: spirituality, we do, do not over it. work more than eight hours. It is not required. It is seeming confusing. We have to work very hard. Yes, so the question is so we discussed Prabhupada is telling you work very hard and offer the results to Krishna. This is a motto of life. At the same time, prayas, over endeavor, is impediment in spiritual life. So it is contradictory. One place we are telling you work hard. Another place we are telling over endeavor should not be there. Yes. So when we tell work hard, it means eight hours hard work should be done. So even eight hours, if you work very hard, that is sufficient. (laughs) We don't do even that much. If you are going beyond those eight hours, so that our sadhana and upkeep of the body is getting disturbed, that should not. That is called over endeavor. Eight hours work very hard, offer the result to Krishna. We see differences in the opinion
1: of? Hmm. Yes, yes. Is this also in kalpa?
0: So, the question is we see difference in opinion of previous acharyas as we see in the purport. Is this also because of difference of kalpa? As I told, there could be unlimited reasons for such differences. Sometimes it may be because of kalpa, sometimes it may not be. There could be various reasons for such contradictions
1: representative is given wrong instruction what according to spiritual master then
0: what to do so the question is if representative is given some wrong instruction which is against the instruction of spiritual master what we should do yes so if it is strictly against the instruction of spiritual master it is very clear that a person with ordinary intelligence also can understand then one once representative should be Spiritual master's representative, one's authority should be disobeyed. The example is once in I think Japan, temple president told, Let us offer meat to Krishna. We'll have meat prasadam. And then meat was offered in the temple. And when Prabhupada got to know, he became very angry. <laughs> that why you did not tell me? You told Prabhupada, You only told, No, he's representative. So we are following him as it is. So then Prabhupada told, Surrender. With intelligence. Don't surrender your intelligence. <laughs> so one should intelligently surrender. So thus any instruction. Prabhupada has told 16 rounds. Four regulative principles. So any uh, instruction. Which is clearly violation of instructions of spiritual master. Which a person with a ordinary intelligence also can make out. Then in such cases authority should be disobeyed. But in all other cases where there is is grey scale. It might be as per Prabhupada, might not be. In all such, if there is any doubt, there is confusion. Authority should always be followed with great faith and love. Sometimes the
1: senses are so strong that people get carried away. Can
0: those people also become a devotee? Question is, sometimes senses are so strong that people get carried away. Can they also become devotee? Yes, anybody can become devotee. Only thing which is required is strong desire to become devotee. And how does one get strong desire? By associating with people who are having strong desire. Desires are the result of association. So if we associate with people who are having very strong desire to advance in spiritual life, we will get strong desire. And simply if we desire strongly to become devotee, all the sense regulation control will happen automatically. My question is, can we
1: achieve Tulsibu? some say you should
0: not some say yes we can what is the reality question is can we chew tulsi leaf? some tell we should some tell we should not so there is conversation of Prabhupada tells Prabhupada says Prabhupada is telling yes you can eat you can chew how can i come back on the same path with the same
1: enthusiasm
0: question is uh That I got distracted from my spiritual path. How do I come back with same enthusiasm and same inspiration whatever I had before. So don't worry, spiritual life is a war. Sometimes we will march forward with great enthusiasm. We will advance. Sometimes we will be pushed back. Maya will not allow us to advance as we discussed in previous session. Acid test. We will be put to severe test. Sometimes we will fail. Sometimes for failing, punishment will be there. So thus Prabhupada writes in the commentary, I think fifth verse of Narad Bhakti Sutra, that one should not lament for any setbacks that one can have in spiritual life. There will be setbacks, it's a war. We will march forward, there will be setbacks. We will have good consciousness, we will have low consciousness. But under all circumstances, one should not stop struggling with Maya, should not stop one's devotional service. Service should always be done with high consciousness or low consciousness, willingness or lack of enthusiasm. So thus, don't worry about whatever mistake has happened. Immediately, go and start living with advanced devotees. So this association is very important. Live with pure devotees who have no business but to serve Krishna completely, advance in spiritual life. Live in their association and try to follow the instructions. Again, same enthusiasm will come. Without living, not possible.
1: are
0: not allowing me to surrender. Please help. So the question is mother, father, sister are not allowing me to surrender. So please help. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is test.
1: <laughs>
0: so usually father, mother, sisters, brothers, uncles, aunts, friends, they don't allow to surrender because they are agents of Maya. Unless they are devotees. In some cases, of course, if they are devotees, they will force one to surrender. So that is very nice. But uh, such cases are rare because mainly people are materialistic. The relatives don't understand. They think, let us enjoy in this material world. This is good. So we have to uh, pray to Krishna and decide. If we want to surrender, nobody can stop. I want to learn more about Vedic cosmology.
1: Is it good to learn? Can you please
0: suggest any source or book written on it? So the question is, I want to learn Vedic cosmology is it good to learn? and what is good book if we can learn? so, very cosmology is given in Srimad Bhagavatam and that much is sufficient for us to know unless we are having a very special mission that I want to defeat the current misleading understandings of cosmology so, much misleading propaganda has happened so, if you are specifically following a mission to defeat this propaganda then you can refer to Surya Siddhanta and uh, other scriptures, many places it is mentioned, the cosmology, then you can study. Otherwise, it is not required as much as it is given in Srimad Bhagavatam. That is sufficient for us to make spiritual advancement. Time is very less. Let us understand what is there in Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita and make our life perfect. (laughs) Can you please so the question is, in order to advance in one week, we have to follow the instructions as mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. Can I be specific? Which instruction? sar dharman sharanam raja Surrender completely unto Krishna. Unto Krishna means surrendering to spiritual master. Surrendering to spiritual master means surrendering, surrendering to his institution. He has made a system. How spiritual master's instruction should be followed. So surrendering unto the system. Or is the spiritual master is present surrendering to him completely? So now we have this institution set up by Prabhupada. So taking complete shelter of the institution without any exception, that is called the practical implementation. How we surrender to
1: spiritual master if the person is very
0: poor? So the question is, how do we surrender to spiritual master if person is very poor? So poor or rich, surrender is required. A poor person can chant 16 rounds, where is difficulty? poor person can get up in the morning. Whatever one is eating, one can offer to Krishna and eat. One difficulty will be there in offering 50% of wealth to Krishna. That is a challenge which poor person, he might face a lot. So in that case Prabhupada tells, uh, 50% is applicable to whom? To rich person or to poor? So Prabhupada tells, whether you are rich, you are earning, 5,000 dollars or you are earning 5 rupees you have to give 50% so it is like tax government takes so whether you are earning so much or you are having 2 rupees if you are earning 2 rupees give 1 rupee to krishna so that has to be followed if we want to make our spiritual life perfect so poor or that is our destiny now so why poor person is hesitant because he thinks i will suffer i will starve so dama was starving intimate friend of krishna His wife, when she was walking, she was trembling because of weakness. So they were living in famished state, hungry, intimate friend of Krishna. So that is destiny. So thus, this calculation should be given up. That I want to increase pleasure of my life. I want to avoid discomforts. The pleasures which we get in service of Krishna are good. The pains which we get in service of Krishna are also good. They purify the heart. So one should give up this calculation of increasing my happiness and avoiding distress. One should just calculate what instruction should be followed, how it should be followed. When pain comes, it is welcome. Pleasure comes, that is also welcome. So poor person, if he becomes more poor by following instruction of Krishna, that is very good. Brahmanas were most poor, Goswamis were most poor, were having just a loincloth, inner kanti mala and chanting beads. These were their possessions living under a tree. We cannot be poorer than them. And they were the most opulent people, most perfect spiritualists. So we'll end here. Grandra Mad Bhagavatam Ki Jagat Guru